When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Sounds really bad. Timeshares? Yes. Oh, I think that guy's got a booming business. I think he does because we I think they are bad. We were in Vegas on like a situation That guy's a hero they, to the people. They put us up in a free hotel and the thing was you had to hear a timeshare. And Amanda was ready to go for it. And I'm like, no. And I worked game on the people trying to sell me the, the timeshare. Mm-hmm. And the lady, I crap you not, when she got up, goes, you just made the biggest mistake of your life. That's what she, Here's my question. That's what she had the audacity to say to me. Yeah, I mean, that's an aggressive sales pitch. There have to be people out there who are like, I have a timeshare. I absolutely love it. I can't wait to hand it down to my kids and their kids. I was like, I, I, I wanted to say, lady, I've made some horrible mistakes. I mean, I got so messed up in college once that I threw up in my sleep. I mean, I could have died. I mean, I they would say that was probably a worse decision than passing up on this time chair where you're selling me on like a studio uh, hotel room in like Fort Lauderdale. <sighs> and I have to like book it six months in advance. And if I don't, then like all the quality uh uh, availability goes away. Like, come oh, on, that's horrible. You're talking about here, lady. My worst decision of my life. Um, the the wind, Chris, against the wind. So you think? Do you think that it just turns the game into a complete passing neutral game, and it becomes who can run it better? Yes, it turns it into Army Navy. If now look, it's two. A true, it's, a true it's war Wednesday. of attrition. It's four o'clock Wednesday. Okay, we've got four days to go. It can obviously change. But, but if, if it doesn't, if if this forecast is accurate, Donnie, pull up the total in the game. How much has it come down? That would re- that would be revealing to me. I can already tell you that as of a couple days ago, it was is already it cl- down to thirty five and a half. Is it closer to thirty now, or is it staying firm um, at thirty five? Thirty six and a half is so what it's I gone up. Gone up. Is it the lowest of the week? Yes, by a considerable amount. Well, they don't even have it right now for uh, Rams Lions. Is that the Laporta effect? Browns nope. Texans forty four and everything a half. else Dolphins, is Chiefs yeah. the same thing. Bucks Packers, Phil- Cowboys fifty and a half. Bucks Eagles forty three and a half. I mean, what do you? Yes, yeah, g- so, I mean it's the lowest by a touchdown. I mean, what do you guys think? Do the Steelers? I you know what the one is thing the I win trust- the Steelers best friend here. I still think Allen is capable of cutting passes through the wind. Mason has a, throws a nice. He did pretty two years ago against Belichick. Ball. Okay, Chris. I understand that, and maybe it happens again. But if push comes to shove, he is still more capable of that. What you know what it does? It makes getting the first score and getting a lead paramount for the Steelers, because then it becomes a game that if they're behind even seven nothing, it feels. Very tough to climb well, back. I was going to say it feels like a game where if you get ahead two scores, it feels like feels three over. or four. Well, it especially would feel like if the Bills get out ten nothing and the wind really is that bad, then it 
it automatically makes me feel like the Steelers are in huge, huge trouble. It also brings special teams into play. And maybe that's why Tomlin, is it a clue, this Brad Wing thing today? I thought we were doing away with Buffalo Wings. Why are we signing a punter named Wing? Where he's too... Where he's going with more of a guy that is a directional punter and more of a consistent punter. Well, that's not saying Harvin. much compared to Harvin, but I get your point. I think I do think that the the worse the conditions are, the more Tomlin just absolutely loves this game. Just an old battle of attrition, field position game. He loves to talk about all those components. Of course, downs. but when we were talking earlier in the week, you were like, "I don't think the snow really matters, or the rain, or whatever, or lake effect snow." I still think that it favors the Bills. I, I, I don't still think, think it does favor the Bills, this win story. So I still believe Allen can make plays if needed more, more readily Chris, than Mason. But, Chris, it turns both, with all due respect to the kid over at Fort Cherry, who's a stud, and some of the other kids out there that play low-level high school Why don't football, you say it turns it, both quarterbacks into Kale Berger, who used to quarterback in Florida I mean, and it not tur- throw it the tur- ball? It's like they're it's like it's like they're running rudimentary high school offense. Well, then doesn't that then doesn't that give the Bills the advantage because their quarterback you know runs the crap out of the ball? It adds an extra runner automatically to their team. True, and it takes away the interception risk too, right? You would think it mitigates it. Oh God! Now what what are you doing to me here? Sorry. I got to go back and look at the uh, the box score for that Patriots game. How many? I mean, I remember what I remember most about that game wasn't just the sheer number of of uh, pass of running plays. It felt like New England was running the ball great that whole game too. I mean, how else do you describe? How else do you uh, leave out like the the fo- like the couple hundred people that respond to a Twitter poll question about who's going to win a game and just want to like you know answer half-heartedly and they don't give a crap so they're just gonna like joke around and say Steelers just because it's funny Wait, you you also got something wrong again in this game this Buffalo the New England Buffalo game you said Josh Allen only completed six passes he went 15 of 30 he had six rushing attempts you know I'm gonna blame Warren Sharp for that I thought you said you love Warren Sharp and his his analysis is so compelling here what are you doing hold on here he I'm looking at it he went 15 of 30 a buck 45 and a touchdown hold on here you know, why are you letting this facts get in the way of a really good argument that I thought I had? <laughs> Did Warren lead me astray here? I love this. Oh, it, it said only it said in the first half. <laughs> what yeah, are we doing here? Me. I'm glad somebody's an ombudsman right now. The Patriots trailing the entire second half, Allen completed just two passes longer than six air yards. Okay. That is the not the point stands. That is not that is not what you initially Ballsy. said. Let, let, okay, let's. So I got some of the facts wrong. Some bottom line here: if they were normal conditions, the Bills would have jack splatted the Patriots in that game, and we know that because when they played later, Steelers have a better quarterback than the Patriots had in that game. Yes. Okay. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I think it's true. It I is. I think true. right now Rudolph is better than Mac Jones yeah. ever has been. So I'm just saying that game. When the Bills and Patriots played in normal conditions, the the Bills never punted. They scored on every single drive. Mm-hmm. When they played in a win game, the Patriots won. Mm-hmm. And am I still right? It was only two completions from Mac Jones two in that game. Two for three for 19 yards. They ran but the I ball But I was going to say before lot. you corrected my uh, misquote or my, my uh, misrepresentation of what happened in that game. I was going to say, how else do you defend 
53% of our listeners saying they think the Steelers are going to beat the Bills. I think people I think are it's just, a weather I think it's mm, I think it's weather related. I think people are feeling they're high on that offensive supply. People have watched them score 30 points in back-to-back weeks and they watched Mason even though I didn't think he played like any great game. I didn't think he was horrible either. Go 18 of 20 in the rain and I think people are starting to believe based solely on that. Give us give us something to latch on to and we'll dive right back in. I also do think people here watch enough football to feel like and I don't even think this is wrong. Maybe they get a little bit too in one direction on it. Josh Allen is enough of a complete wild card, at times erratic player that he can both throw the Steelers completely out of this game early and throw them right back in it. That that is a real thing. I think people probably are overstating, oh yeah, he's definitely going to suck for the Bills. He's going to be horrible. He's going to throw five picks. Ha ha ha. No. But it can absolutely happen that he throws two or three interceptions and that maybe this game is otherwise uh, closer than it should be. And I think they have a real chance to win, wind or not. I do. But you'd have to concede that their chance of winning goes way up if you eliminate both teams' passing games. It's, very, it's a very low-event football game in that way. To use a hockey term, it's like that Ravens game was. I felt really good once they hit that touchdown to Johnson, but... Before that point, Pony, you would even have to acknowledge that you were on pins and needles because every play in the game felt weighty because you know that just by nature of the conditions, there are not going to be a lot of chances to do something splashy. And I think the Steelers would have beaten the Ravens by a lot more had it been just a normal weather game in Baltimore on Saturday. I mean, you would hope because they would have been playing against their backups primarily. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Try to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Donnie Football's Debrief. Brought to you by Edgar Schneider and Associates, a personal injury law firm. And the Buell Insurance Agency. Stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact Buell today. The Debrief, January 10, 2024. Uh, This was something that looked to be short-lived 
but it's not a complete no just yet. We joke about a lot of the bowl games in college football. I think there were 45 this year or something like that, a little bit over 40. Uh, a lot of the funny names. There could be a new one added, and I think it would be more watched than a lot of the bowls that we see early on in bowl season. The irrelevant bowl that would pit the two worst teams in college football against each other during bowl season. Now, this was something that Darren Ravel put out there, but then it was quickly squashed by Brett McMurphy, who is one of the uh, most well-known college football insiders out there. He said there is, quote, no chance the NCAA would issue a waiver and allow a proposed irrelevant bowl matching the two worst teams. A conference or team is not going to mock itself for going 1-11 or 2-10. I don't see anybody standing up for this. He said if I could bet on this, I would bet against it. Question. Now, the NCAA, this is something people just kind of go on autopilot for. They have nothing to do with the college football playoff. It's not their thing. College football playoff is its own entity. Correct. Okay. What is to stop the conferences or, like, every year, basically, the teams requesting of their conference if they wanted to do this? Hey, who cares if the NCAA wants to let us? We want to play in the irrelevant bowl or the toilet bowl or whatever they call it. The bottom of the barrel shootout. I want to see this happen. What would it have been this year? Vanderbilt and Akron, I believe. Three and twenty-one combined records. Yeah, all those. Give me somebody, that game. Somebody in the replies said that they corrected uh, Ravel. They said Kent State went one and eleven. Give they me the battle of Akron. Give me the battle of Northeast Ohio, baby. Cradle of coaches, Northeast Ohio. Give me Kent State and Akron. My wife's a Kent State grad. Akron produced Ken Carmen. They burped him out into the world. Ugh. Give me that game. I'll wear. I'll be rocking my Golden Flashes T-shirt. James Harrison and Jack Lambert to Kent State. How about State Josh Legends. Cribbs? How about Julian? Wait, wait. Uh, yeah, Julian Edelman went there. Yes, he did. See, I think they needed- Nick Saban matriculated there. Pat, See, I know this because Pat Narduzzi uh, made fun of Kent State till I said, "Hey, Pat, my wife went there." And then I, he said, well, "So did Saban." I would be much more interested, and this would be even harder to do than this game. But I would be much more interested in say the week that they have the Pro Bowl, so in between the end of the championship games and Super Bowl, the two worst teams in the NFL played for the number one pick. I would love that too. It's just, do you think... Is it enough of a prize catch in most years? And would they also... I, I think it's also fair to consider, as much as I do love that idea... You have to consider both quarterbacks on those teams. Would want to throw the game on purpose. Because more than likely, there's a top quarterback coming out. And they're yep. thinking, well, this dude's about to take my job. Or what if the team, what if like the teams like the Bears and they have extra draft capital or something like that via a trade that already happened? Where, yeah, they well, like, wouldn't, where they're maybe not they, actually that bad. Yeah. I feel like there's a little permi. What I would want to do is. Do we um, also think there's too much of a like time gap there? Like they're like probably. that team season ends, let's say January eighth or whatever it may be. They do that in college football. True. Between the regular season ending and the bowl games, I know it's the pros. Yeah, it's I different, just didn't, but I didn't know if there was something like in their agreement that would. I still think what my dad's fantasy basketball league did back in the day was the best way to give out the first pick. Better than a lottery. Better than what the sports leagues do a case race 
pretty cool. They paid out the top five spots in the standings, and then the team that finished sixth got the first pick. So they rewarded the best team the best that, of the rest. that didn't, didn't make get, the playoffs. I'm fine with that. And there would be many years of discussion among the teams that were right there on the bubble. Do I finish fifth and get my money back or make a little money, or do I deliberately try to jake it at the end of the year to get myself the first pick? My Dynasty Fantasy League, the one the one that I'm in, I had to make that decision. I was the last team in the playoffs. I was guaranteed no money, just a chance at like getting red hot at the right time. I now don't have a chance, basically, at the number one overall pick, unless it's via a, a pick I traded for, you know what I mean? So I had to make that same decision. I like that, though. That forces you to... I like what your your dad. Well, I just like it. For example, it incentivized actually trying to compete and not. Yes, tank. I, yeah. I like that. Man, so, can you imagine if leagues just flipped that on its ear and said the the team that finishes closest to the playoffs but not in just gets the top pick? I don't like the uh, the more the more I've grown older, the less I've liked the idea of just incentivizing teams to suck. And like what what it I does is it that. forces us as fans to when it looks like our team isn't that good, to just root for them to really blow and lose mm. games. How different it would be if the, the... Okay, think of it this way. Just use the Steelers. They go on this three-game winning streak, and now, question here. Steelers make the playoffs. They go all the way back down to, like, 20th in the draft order because they've made it. Then you would have people under that system oh, I would have begging for, I would have rooted for, for Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, or begging for the Steelers to have somehow butchered the Ravens game. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'd, I'd have asked somebody to shoot Mason in the leg with, like, an air gun. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, 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 no. Start Kenny. Yeah, of course. No, he definitely needs to get back out there. The Donnie Football Debrief. Thank you, Donnie. Uh, Aditi is next. Aditi's got a conundrum here. Her son is a Bills fan. Her son's a big Buffalo fan. And we know her husband is a Pittsburgh guy. Their family. All big Steelers fans, season ticket holders. What a, what a dilemma. When you yourself are a diehard fan and you want your kids to adopt the team you root for, but they go their own way. Like Fleetwood Mac said. I was said. just going to say. I That's know, a I tough have my, spot, man. No, I have my thoughts and they're very clear a, on this But issue. I think it's a tough spot. I do. You're, I, I, I'll answer my own part of this now. I think I would be very happy that my son or daughter was very interested in sports and watching sports. I would be a little bit bummed out if they didn't like the teams that I like. If Stella grows up and for whatever reason says... I'm a Browns fan. Dada, go Browns. <laughs> what would you do? I know one of my brother's kids, I have no idea why I think he thinks this, his name is funny, is the biggest Nick Chubb fan of all time. Like, I, he has a Nick Chubb jersey. Like, we're, you're laughing about me. I honestly think if if Stella w wanted to root for Pitt football, it would create major problems with, with Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. And Pitt basketball, presumably. More the football thing, but yeah. I mean, think about what the football thing has done to Amanda. It's caused her to call into our show and get herself dumped and banned. And then you unilaterally unbanned her from out under my nose. You know what? She's banned again. Wait, when did she come back? When was the band lifted? You, you brought her on and just didn't tell me you were bringing her on under the auspices of, I'm Andrew, I can do whatever I, I mean, want. I you used to book her as a guest without even saying anything to me, just texting her like, hey, can you come on the show? 
Yeah, that was before I banned her, before her bad behavior got her uh, the heave-ho. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Do you have any theories as to why the depth chart hasn't been changed? I think they want to protect the psyche of their young yeah. quarterback that they probably still view as someone they hope can can be their guy. And I, I don't think they want to embarrass him any any more than they have to right now. All right, all access with Aditi's on the back burner for now. She's got CBS thing. So maybe Bill Cowher's uh, excuse through their PR person for not coming on with us Friday's legit. Extra features need to be taped for this big blowout Sunday show. With the NFL today leading into Steelers and in uh, and Steelers and Bills, do you think Cowher will pick the Steelers? Mm. I think he is. Yeah, I you do know think why? so. Here's why. They're gonna come out. They're gonna run, run the ball, run football. the football in the wind, baby. Uh, don't back down. He's gonna do. I think it's yeah. It's, Hi, in 2005, he's gonna do that. Whole exactly. Thing. No one wanted to see us in the playoffs, and no one wants to see this team. You know, he's gonna. Definitely. We had number seven. They have number two. He's definitely going to do that, man. I think it, it, I'm yeah, actually here for it's it. It's not going to be anything because of Mason. It's going to be because they've uh, run the ball well. That clip was from Ray Fittipaldo on the morning show on why the depth chart is still Kenny Pickett won, Mason Rudolph two, even though Rudolph's won three playoff games in a row. And Mike has stuck with Rudolph as the quarterback, even though Kenny's now completely healthy. In Ray's theory as to why that it why that is – it's because they don't want to damage. They want to protect Kenny Pickett's psyche. I thought when they drafted Kenny Pickett, he was one of these guys, and I thought the same thing, where we weren't going to have to worry about his psyche. Kevin Colbert, quote, the maturity he displayed on and off the field at Pitt will help him in this endeavor. Endeavor. I heard the same things like, yeah, they think he's a pretty good quarterback. They liked his tape, but they also, for example, after they lost the Western Michigan game, they liked the way he sounded with us and took, the way he tried to channel and took accountability, said later in the year, said we couldn't have gotten to where we got without 
the way we handled that game. Yeah, turn that into chicken salad with chicken bleep. Yep. That bad loss. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would think with Kenny, I'm not at all saying he's ever, 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 ever going to be this time type of quarterback. But from the perspective of like how he's wired, I thought he was more like a Tom Brady type. Oh, you want to... You want to doubt me? You want to challenge me? Challenge me? Overlook I'm a, me? I'm here for it. I'm all about that. You're going to get the best version of me because of that. Yeah. So now I've got a very credible insider saying that he thinks Pickett is still listed as the starter because they don't want to. They don't want to damage his psyche. Doesn't that give further sort of credence to the notion that he was frustrated before the Seattle game? Well, he definitely was. Because why else would he give? He went off script, Chris. He was asked a very innocuous question. A layup. About getting something out of watching. And he said no. He gave a very disagreeable, curt answer on a question that every injured quarterback, for the most part, gets asked about. Even I think when I did the Roethlisberger show, if he was out for a couple of weeks... I would come on, and after Ron would ask, like... Stay healthy. You know, he'd ask, like, about his son's birthday or whatever. But Ron would ask good questions. I don't mean to poke fun at him. But I I think one of us would probably ask, all right, Ben, like, did you get anything? The ge- seeing it from the sidelines, a different perspective. And even he would know to say, like, yeah, it's always a little different. You always get a different sense of it than when you're out there, right? I mean, he would just say something. Well, dude, he would even give backups, not Mason, of course. But he would give a Bruce Gradkowski or a Josh Dobbs credit for things that they could see from the sideline. Oh, Charlie Batch. That's all he ever said about Dobbs was how smart he was and how much he helped him with his right. different Right, so obviously point. you're getting things from the sideline and not being in the battle with bullets flying. That helped. And Kenny didn't even want to go along with that. So this, like on one hand we have... This really exciting thing where inexplicably and improbably the Steelers are going to play up going to play a playoff game on Sunday. On the other hand, because of their third string because of their third string quarterback who in his three games leads the NFL in completion percentage passer rating in completion above expectation, which is giving a quarterback credit for what would you say high high degree of difficulty plays? Yeah. He's making plays that most other quarterbacks making would not. Making plays your average like, league-adjusted quarterback these guys wouldn't, wouldn't make. make. Correct. Yeah. yeah, he's made a lot of really good plays on of his own volition. Which is the opposite of like, oh, this guy's wide open. There's nobody within. It's the anti what people say about Purdy when they try to knock him down a peg. Right. He's got wide open guys that he's throwing to the right shoulder and it's off to the races. So he's really balling right now. Yeah, he's playing very well in every way. And Tomlin can't give the guy any credit. He can't even give him the respect that he's given every other player who has become a starter. And that's make the guy number one on the depth chart. The guys that are giving Mason the most respect and clearly buying in are just the teammates. And guess what? Just to follow up on that point, I've heard that the depth chart has been used there like to Kenny, like, see, we still believe in you. Look at this. Look at where we still have you. You don't. Yes. And then they got called out for it, which is hilarious. I don't know if Ashley got had the same information. Got tipped off similarly that, hey. Or if she just went through the 
the you know, they get a pa- looked. They get a packet of game notes before every game, scan through, went to the back, the very last page, which is the depth chart. I was like, oh, damn, look, Mason Rudolph is still listed as the backup here. That's interesting. I'm going to ask Mike Tomlin about it. The question that I threw out there at the beginning of the show that I wanted you guys and everybody else to answer today was, what's your theory on why the Steelers are reportedly so sold on Pickett as QB1 for next year? Why is it that they still list Rudolph as the backup? Why is it that Tomlin can't seem to give Mason Rudolph credit for things? Why is it that they are still, both in the way they talk and present things and reportedly what people that know the Steelers say about them, Mm -hmm. why are they still so committed to Kenny Pickett when this guy has, in effect, won them three playoff games to get to this real playoff game on Sunday? And played some of the best football anyone's seen while doing it. And you came up with the fact that they're just, or Donnie's theory was, they're just slow to change. They drafted the guy in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I think if if he's not a first-round pick, then it's not even a a debate. But it's like, hey, we picked this guy in the first round. We cannot admit that we were wrong on this so soon, only two years in. Like, I know we, we, we discussed the Najee Harris first-round pick, and that's that's one we don't like for different reasons just because it's like very old school you don't draft a running back in the first round anymore yep. i mean Najee, to his credit he has he has had a, a good career but it's a career that could be had by somebody drafted in later rounds that's the difference like quarterbacks first round is still the place where majority of the eventual stars end up getting picked and with the exception of one complete 60 minute game and Solid game, a a couple of decent games here and there. You think of like the Vegas game earlier this season. The Rams game. Yeah, the the Rams game, especially in the second half and fourth quarter. And then a handful of fourth quarter or really last five minutes of heroics. We have not seen this guy elevate to the level really anywhere close that we want to see. Let me run this one by you guys. And then we'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back. Long commercial free segment. We'll get some of our, of our listeners in here. 412 I have a I have a guy who I'm going to compare Mason Rudolph to that I think hurts his cause in this discussion. But let me just ask you guys this quickly because I have my answer on it. If they do this with Mitch Trubisky instead of Rudolph, if Trubisky goes in and plays three great games and gets them to the playoffs, do you think Mike's handling it the same way? No. I don't think so either. Even though I think he despises that Trubisky is so turnover prone, there's two reasons I don't think he handles it uh, the same way. One, well, three. One, I think they, you know, he loves Trubisky like the guy in the room. Two, Trubisky has the pedigree as the number two overall pick. Drafted ahead of Patrick Mahomes. So you would think like, oh, we really are finally plumbing the depths of what this guy is capable of. There's also the fact that he had had a good season before in Chicago. And three, and my big reason why they are not sold at all on Mason. Does it begin with the letter M? And ends in Obil. He is a mobile quarterback. Mike has been, I think, largely, rightfully, very much enamored with mobile quarterbacks. I think that is the biggest reason Mason just is not getting kind of any real love from the head coach. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.